This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to the How She Did That podcast. Do you ever wish that your future self would just come to you in a dream and tell you all that you need to know in order to create the business of your dreams? Well, today that's happening. Uh, sort of. <laughs> We've got the one, the only Gwendolyn Young, a member of my program, the Agency Thrive Mind, and just an all around amazing human being. Today, Gwendolyn is going to break down the three things she wished she knew when she was first starting her business. Gwendolyn is a highly sought after organizational communications and administrative expert. She serves as the founder and CEO of Your Virtual Admin Expert, LLC, an online business management support agency for professional service providers, coaches, and consultants who are helping others get the mental, emotional, physical, and financial well-being they deserve. So let's go ask Gwendolyn how she grew and what she wishes she knew when she first started her business. Gwendolyn, my friend, it is so good to talk to you. How are you? I am fantastic. I am here with you, Sasha. Yay! (laughs) So we are going to chat about all the things in a second. But first, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do. So I am Gwendolyn Young. I am the CEO and founder of Your Virtual Admin Expert. We are an online business management agency serving coaches, consultants, and professional service providers who are helping others get the mental, emotional, physical, and financial well-being that they deserve. So that's kind of the short version of who I am. Um, there's some all other things in there, but I don't know if you want to hear them. <laughs> You're an all around amazing person. I feel like every week, like I learn, you're like an onion. Like I peel back another layer of you and I was like, wait, you do, you did what? Like, (laughs) so I, it's, I feel like it's going to be that for a while, but it's been amazing getting to know you over the last few months. And I'm super excited to talk to you because you have grown a really great and successful agency that's doing really well. And I think that so often two things happen. Number one, people see the destination and they don't see the journey, right? And so my goal is in this podcast and in what I do as a coach to show people what's possible and to show them kind of the destination or the journey in it that you didn't start where you are right now. Right. Um, Yeah. And I think the other thing that we're going to talk about today is the fact that when we start off as virtual support pros, especially we uh, are thinking about supporting and serving our clients and how we can get clients straight off the bat and how we can work with them and support them. And one of the things that happens often that I see is that we look back six months, a year, even two years later and realize, 
oh, I haven't done the things that I need to do to shore up my own business and to treat my business like a business. So uh, we are going to talk about three things that you wish you knew when you started. And I think this definitely goes into the umbrella of operations in terms of really treating your business like a big girl business is what I like to say, right? And thinking not just in the here and now, but in the future. So Yeah. yeah, tell us more about, I guess... I would love to hear a little bit about where you started first in your business and how you kind of got started on this journey. So for me, in 2013, I was diagnosed with systemic lupus. And so I had to come off of my really cushy corporate corporate job that I absolutely loved. So it was during that recovery process that I just knew a traditional job, working a traditional job was no longer going to work for me. And so I just was like, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I going to contribute to my family financially? How am I going to do something that I love? Because I'm a person that's always doing. So trying to sit and do nothing is like painful for me. (laughs) Me too. I get it. (laughs) And so I clearly heard, you know, it's in your hands. And I was like, well, what is that? What does that mean? And so I started to do some research, like, okay, are people doing admin and operation stuff in the virtual space? And I found out that it was like a whole industry. And I was like, people have been doing this for decades. And I'm just now (laughs) finding out about it. Like there is so much wrong with this picture. Um, So, you know, I had a choice to make. I could either go back to corporate America, deal with the bureaucracy of having to ask for time off to see my specialist, you know, trying to explain why I'm exhausted during the middle of the day and need a nap or can't make a meeting. And I knew that wasn't going to work or I could fight with social security and try and prove like I need you to support me. Um, Or I could create, you know, a business and do something that I absolutely love and replace my corporate income and meet amazing people like you. And so I chose number three. Yay! Um, (laughs) I know. And so fast forward and here I am with you. That's actually how my business got started. Amazing. Amazing. And okay, so let's dive into the three things that you wish you knew. So tell us thing number one, sales and marketing. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yes. So like you hit it on the head when you said initially starting out as a virtual support pro, right? That it's all about serving the client. And so that's what I did in corporate too. Like I was the admin operations coordinator. So I was serving everybody else. So coming into this business, I was like, okay, it's going to be all about them. But nobody told me that I had to like build my own thing. Like I had to become good at sales and marketing. And all I could think about when I thought about sales was the sleazy salesperson that follows mm-hmm. you around the store without <laughs> giving you a moment to really explore what you want. But they're like looking over your shoulder or they're being super pushy to get you to buy something that you're not 100% sure that you want to buy. And I was like, huh? I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to do that? So I had to learn that it was more about serving, right? Like sales was really about service and it was more about just communicating the value of what I could bring to people and to my clients and potential clients. And it was more about relationship building, which is something that you always stress. So I had Mm -hmm. to learn how to become really, really good at building relationships and trust. I had to become exceptional at follow through. 
Oh, um, yes. Because it's like nothing worse than losing a client or a potential client that wants to do business with you, but you didn't follow up when you said you would follow up or you didn't have the right systems in place in your operations to follow up. And so you lost out on that opportunity. And then to really like stay motivated, like, right, to motivate yourself, because when you're first starting out, you're new, you haven't done it before. People say no a lot. They say a no a lot. And it was like six months before I actually got my first client. So trying to stay positive during that time, I was like, nobody told me I was going to have to do all the things, (laughs) right? Like, it was like... What happened to like five clients in five days with $5,000, right? (laughs) And uh, like, you can make six figures. And I was like, "Mm, somebody lied to me. Somebody lied. (laughs) Uh, But well, first of all, I love that you're pointing out that it took you time. You know, it took six months for you to get your first client. And then second of all, you created a system to follow up and follow through and everything. I think so often, um, I think the side that was hardest for me, it wasn't ever really talking to people and presenting the offer, but it was, it was the follow-up piece that, that was hard for me because I always felt like I was bothering them. Right. But we have to think about the fact that like, if people are coming to us, needing their service, our services, they're coming to us because they're overwhelmed. Right. And they're already like burned out at the end of their rope. So a lot of times, and I do this to, to service providers that I'm, that you know, I want to hire, I totally get bogged down in things. And then it's like, oh my goodness, three weeks later. (laughs) So I like two of my team members that are on my team now, they literally emailed me for two months, like over and over and over again until finally I was like, okay, I'm ready to hire you. And like, (laughs) So I'm always like, do you're not bothering me. You're not bothering me at all. You know, but, but somebody <laughs> needs to tell you that when you first mm-hmm. start out, because you feel like that salesperson that's just like super annoying and nobody wants to be that person. Yeah, totally. And then on the marketing side, like besides the, well, I guess all of it, I think is, is relationship marketing, even the social mm-hmm. media pieces, because you are. Yeah you know, you're showing people what you can do and how you can support them and everything, even when you're not like, you know, on a call with them or, or whatever. But I was going to ask you, like, did you, what did you find or how did you find your rhythm in terms of how you show up in the online space, you know, in general for your marketing? I really had to just get comfortable and I'll be honest. I really just like started showing up online, like, maybe within the last year and like really pushing forward since I started being in masterminds and yours particularly, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, people need to know who I am. So (laughs) they got to see my face and they got to hear my voice. And yeah, I'm a behind the scenes person, right? Like I'm a support person. I am a virtual support person, which means I don't want to be seen. Yeah, (laughs) just want to be in the back end. But if I was going to really build my business and really thrive, I had to take the leap and get out there. So what I started to do was small. Mm -hmm. I started doing a video here. I started blogging more. Um, That was easy for me to write, show up and share. So I started there. And then I was like, let me start talking to other people. So I started joining groups and becoming more active. And now it's just like, oh, let's make it fun. It's fun. 
Like, mm-hmm. and now that I have my grandson, it's really easy because I can tell you about him all day long. So <laughs> picture of him, and then I'll tie it into something else that I do. So that's really what I did. I started small and I started with what was comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow myself to get pushed into you have to do all the things and you have to show up in all the places. I stayed on Facebook for a very long time and I just stayed there and got comfortable. And then I initially like maybe a year and a half ago, moved over to Instagram. Instagram oh, was rough for me because yeah. I was like, it's all visual. Like everybody's showing themselves <laughs> all the time. And I was like, mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. And so many people think that if they aren't ready or prepared to do everything, that they're just not going to do anything. And so they yeah. shut down and it's really a matter of what is the one thing that you could do today? Not the 100,000 things you can do today, yeah. but what's the one thing that you can do and commit to doing today and consistently, right? And do it consistently. And yeah. I love that. Okay. So let's move on to the second thing that you learned or that you wish you knew when you started, uh, being prepared for the Valley. What does that mean? Oh my gosh. So this is the place when business is slow and nobody's really looking to work with you (laughs) and you're just kind of pulling your thumbs. Like they said, this was lucrative, but I'm not seeing it. Like Mm -hmm. again, somebody, why why are people lying to me? (laughs) (laughs) And so this is where it's like your perception kind of gets fogged because you're not sure if it can work. Mm -hmm. And so instead of like freaking out during that period, I really just embraced it to say, okay, what can I do during this time to strengthen my operations, to perfect my craft, to get really good at what I do? And so I just had to remember that, you know, what I like to call the valley is like a path through location. Mm -hmm. It's not a permanent spot. Like you're not going to be there forever. And so those are the times when you can really think about what else can I create to serve the people that I really want to work with? How can I increase my skill set? Like, is there a class I can be taking during that time? Is there a group I can join to connect with other people? What can I do? So I focused a lot on my operations. I focused on, do I have the right systems in place? Like, how am I going to onboard a client when they do come? Like, how am I going to serve them? Like, how am I going to keep up with everything that they need to do when they do come on board? So I really started looking at what could I put in place in terms of life operations that would really serve me well. So when the clients came, I wasn't trying to figure out what to do and serve the client at the same time, and then miss the opportunity to just focus on service delivery. So that's what I really wish somebody would have told me in the beginning. Yes. And you know what? Like, first of all, I was smiling from ear to the ear the entire time you were saying that because you having the mindset that you did going into it and saying, okay, the clients aren't here right now. So what else can I do? That is the reason that you are as successful as you are now. That is the reason why you are still in business now, because that is the point where so many people quit. They think, oh, it's not working. And so I'm going to choose something else or try something else. But no, you dig deeper. You figure out like, what can I do to make myself from good to excellent? You know, what can I do to take myself from good to excellent? And then the other reason that I was smiling was because I had like this vision of a, like a banquet and, you know, 
whether it's like a small banquet, like we have, you know, people over for Thanksgiving or like, you know, serving an actual huge banquet, you don't wait until all the guests are there to like start the turkey, start the sides, you know, (laughs) first of all, because then they're going to be waiting for like seven hours for you to cook, you know, but you do all of the prep work so that like you were saying, when they arrive, things are ready for them. You are ready to go into action and do things and be present with your guests, you know? And yeah, I just, I just saw that, you know, visually just now. And I was like, yes, that's what, that's what it is. And that's what you were doing for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even realize it. So I think that's a perfect analogy. Mm -hmm. Get ready for the guests. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah, totally. So let's talk about number three, which is team, which is something that is newer to you now that you have an agency and everything. Um, And what have you learned about team? You can't survive without one. (laughs) (laughs) You can't survive without one, like seriously. And even really thinking about like the year that we just came out of with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and everything, 2020 was really like, cement it for me if I ever had any doubts ever, but you just can't survive. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have employees because I think when you first get into this, people think like, I can't afford to hire an employee. I can't afford to work with somebody else. I have to do all the things, but it's really like, maybe it's just one part that you can get some support with, like that you can have somebody help you do emails that doesn't really cost a lot. Mm -hmm. One of the things I learned from you, which was super important, you were always like, you get to control the budget because I would be freaking out. Like I can't afford to pay somebody. And you'd be like, but ma'am, they they don't have to start at like 40 hours a week. And I was like, (laughs) hmm. So yep. you're telling me that I could hire somebody to work just a few hours a week and that would be okay. You're like, yeah, yes, you can yes. do that. <laughs> that was like, okay, so let me find the people that can help me do some things so I don't have to do all the things. And I realized like, if you really want to grow and scale, you're going to have to have support. Like you're the support for your clients, but if you don't have the support, you're not going to be able to support them that well anyway. Mm -hmm. So I started seeing things falling through the cracks and it was like, "Mm, that's going to tarnish my brand. That's not what I do. Like I show up as the executor. If I'm not executing, we have a problem. We have a problem. And I have to have a team. And then having a chronic illness, I had to have a team to support me because on days when I don't feel so well and maybe I'm not at 100%, I know that things are still getting done. And that has been super critical for me. I had a death last year that was so traumatizing for me. And literally for a week, I just, I couldn't function. Like I mm-hmm. couldn't, I could barely think straight. And I just reached out to my clients and let them know and told my team and they just like went straight into action and nothing fell through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the moment I was like, yeah, you, like your business can survive without you for, you know, a few days a week. Like it's not going to all fall to the ground. And I think that's what we're most afraid of when we first start out. Like if we let somebody else help us, it's not going to go as well. Yeah. Cause we're all type A personalities, yes. you know, <laughs> and it's the reason that we are so successful at what we've done. And it's also the reason that's going to like prohibit us from going to the next level of what yes. we can do. Right. So it's like our strength and our weakness. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. and make sure that you have a coach. Cause I wish I had gotten a coach sooner rather than later. 
Um, because, oh my gosh, like I, it's like having Tasha in your back pocket, if you ask me. <laughs> so it, no, seriously, because it's like, I'm cutting my learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no way I would have been able to build this agency. I don't think without you. And if I could, it would be a lot slower. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm cutting my learning curve. I'm learning from somebody that has done it already. You're keeping me on track when I want to get back into my hands. You're like, oh, I'm like, no. That? You're like, stop it. Don't think of that. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. It's like, you can. Um, so like do it sooner than later and just know that you're going to have to invest in your business. It's mm-hmm. going to be part of your growth. It's going to be part of building your business. It just has to. And then another important thing as part of that team piece for me was don't neglect your friends and family. Because early mm-hmm. on when it was just me, I was like nonstop day and night. It was like, don't talk to me, people. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, stay on the other side of the door. But they're really the backbone as to why I can do what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to remember they're part of my team as well. It's not just the people I'm working with. So I think that was really important. I was like, why didn't somebody tell me all these things when I started out? I love it. I know. And it's, and I don't know why people don't talk about this more. You know, I think like we want to celebrate our success and where we are so much. I don't know if it's, you know, I've never had kids myself, but you know how moms always explain like, oh, I forgot what like labor pains felt like once the baby came out. Maybe it's something like that. Like once you get to a certain point, you're like, I don't remember what it felt like when I was like scrounging by and like, not sure I could do this. Yes. It's hard. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. But so yeah. before I let you go, I have a question that I'm asking all of our guests this year, uh, this season. And that question is, what does amplifying your impact mean to you? Oh, I think amplifying my impact, what that means to me is seeing more entrepreneurs, like more professional service providers thriving and more of their clients thriving. Like for me, it's bigger than just like the back end and doing some admin work. It's about seeing people become whole. Mm. That's what's important for me and myself included in that process. Every time I serve, somebody else is being made better. And that is what drives me. That's the piece that I love so much. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. So yeah. where can we find you and hang out with you more? Cause you're like the coolest person I know. <laughs> hang out with me. Yes. I of course come <laughs> on Facebook. I still love Facebook guys. Um, you can, but you can find me on all the platforms. My handle is at your admin expert across all the channels. You can go to the website, your virtual admin expert.com. And if you want, you can shoot me an email at Gwendolyn at your admin expert.com. I would love to connect. Thank cool. you. you. You are very cool. That's just pretty cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, Gwendolyn. I appreciate you. And this was so fun. It was. Thank you so much for letting me come on. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you.